Hello, everyone. Hello, runners. Hope all of you are doing well. This is Coach Bala here coming to you um, again for yet another weekend message. Um, as always, I want to kickstart with a huge congratulatory note for all of you. Um, a bulk of you have now entered or finished the first MISO, uh, first week of the second MISO cycle. That means you guys are really into a training rhythm right now. Um, 5K runners have finished their second MISO. Very soon they'll get into the third MISO so that they will be, they are getting ready to complete their season. Can you believe it? Uh, another four weeks and their 10-week program is done. Uh, it's also a historic day today. Uh, we are starting the season for our master runners. Uh, for those of you who, don't, uh, who, who are first time hearing this, you know, we have a third segment, Pro, Light, and Masters. And master segment is for uh, senior citizens, parents, and relatives of current runners. Uh, they sponsor them, and uh, we put them through a 10-week, 5K, 10K, walking, yoga, breathing, stretching program. And uh, it's, uh, this is the third season we are offering. It's a highly successful, very much, um, you know, looked after kind of a program. Everyone uh, sort of, every master has a coach. We have about 25 masters this season uh, starting their journey today. All the very best for my master runners. Um, you know, you're always been a pleasure uh, to work with. And we know, I know that this time we have some few new master runners joining us. So all the very best for your journey. We hope that you will enjoy it as much as the other masters um, who have uh, run with us. So that's our, uh, that's, uh, that's today. And uh, just uh, congratulations are due all around. I know that the summer is at its meridian. The sun is at its meridian. Uh, it's very hot, especially uh, in the East Coast. If it is hot, I can only imagine how other places are. It's hot, very hot, very humid. So you got to be, uh, you know, running not just hard and strong, but also smart. So uh, we have touched upon all of this in past messages. Uh, please make sure that you're on top of it as well as follow through the instructions and uh, uh, insights that are uh, shared in those messages. So today, I want to talk about three or four key concepts, like what I did last time, to further strengthen your understanding of the why we are doing what we are doing. Okay, so let me start first with this. How do, how do we look like in this training journey? How does the training journey unfolds? Uh, it's important for you to learn this and understand this because now that you are in the right in the middle of the training journey, it's important that we sort of understand how this training journey is going to unfold for all of you. The best way I have uh, found in explaining our training, uh, training regimen is think of yourself getting onto a train in New York Penn Station and this train is sort of traveling uh, to its destination, which is San Francisco, which is on the West Coast. So you're going from East Coast to West Coast. And once you board the train, there are some rules that this train follows. The train does not have any stops. Or in other words, it doesn't stop for anybody. There is nobody coming in after the train starts moving. Only people who can sort of, uh, you know, metamorphically, people can just get out of the train, like jump out of the train, but people can't get back in. Um, and then the train has, it doesn't stop much except for, let's say, one stop in Kansas City, right in the center. Or in other words, there is a rest week 
that is there where there is one week nothing happens everybody is allowed or uh, asked to take rest which ha- which is going to happen about 4 5 weeks from now and then it just keeps going to the other end the other thing about the strain is it continuously picks up speed it just picks up speed as it goes through now why i'm saying this is as you are entering the fourth week of this training program there are few things that this this analogy you should keep in mind and try to focus on in the training one <clears throat> be on top of things you can be on top of things if you focus on it whether it is my weekly messages whether it is the running uh, uh, you know instructions that i'm giving and you following the instructions and doing it not missing out on the strength training these are all elements various elements of the training journey that i want you to be part of and be on top of the way you can be on top of is just do it as the first order of duty uh, in the to do list of every day as opposed to the last order of duty every day when it is the last then you are leaving it up to a chance and once it is up to a chance it's very possible you leave it and you might be thinking okay i'll drop once next next tomorrow i'll catch up but tomorrow there's something else happening and as i said the train is picking up pace so tomorrow's job is slightly more difficult than the first day's job or the first week's job so if you keep missing out on it and you think you can catch up later you cannot you missed the train already same thing goes for my weekend messages i try to make sure i give a weekend message so that in your run next day you will be able to hear it and that's it you're done with it you know what is happening so that's what i would ask you to do don't let it go don't let the train leave you it's difficult for you to catch up okay so that's the first thing now secondly <clears throat> when you think about this training uh, at the end of the day training is about improving your strength and stamina and mental strength physical strength all kinds of things that's what this training is about at the end of the day right so that you can uh, take on the challenge of the race day um the way we uh, want to want you to think about especially when your cardiovascular strength um the way we are trying to enhance and fine tune your cardiovascular system is something like this now take two engines two types of engines you know one is the the engine that uh, sort of the leaf blower that you have you know some of us use it for fall time where you you have a small engine and then it's got this leaf and air is blowing out of the other side and then the other side of the engine is maybe one of those luxury car bmw high powered car engines okay now when you compare these two engines there will be one fundamental difference or two ka fundamental difference that you will see one is the power output of the engine the second one which is this bmw big car engines are a step change when it comes to the power output of these leaf blower engines small versus large and also obviously the power is higher so the output itself is pretty uh, much higher the second key interesting difference is that the, you know that there are parts inside the engine that is rotating very fast uh, and it's counted in terms of revolutions per minute rpm now if you just measure the rpm of this engine uh, the leaf blower engine versus the the high powered luxury car engines you will see that there is an order of magnitude that means the leaf blower engine is running at thousands of rpm a minute uh, rpms and revolutions per minute and the high powered engines are probably at hundreds so there is a order of difference this is going very fast but much low power this is going slow but much higher power 
And I'm hoping you're understanding where I'm going towards. So the idea here is you need to develop a big heart vascular system so that it can deliver a large power to your body. And part of doing that is you need to do that at an engine that is stable and slow RPM as opposed to running like that. Because if you have like a leaf blower type of like that, uh, yes, it'll, it sounds big. It's have all this high fast RPM and all, but the output is not that great. And you can't have the leaf blower on for a too long time. It'll get heated up and it'll, you know, sort of max 15, 20 minutes. And then you have to give it a break for cooling down. But in the luxury car engine, you can go on forever, isn't it? So that's the kind of training we are going for. We want you to run slow, maximize your power output, and run for a long time. And the way you do that is this training regimen. So you need to, so whenever your coach is saying, hey, you're running too fast, or your heart rate is too high, or you're panting too much, you're not running any CP, all of this comes under the bucket of making sure that we start developing these high-powered engine that can last for long periods of time and that can deliver uh, a lot more power and that can deliver at a at a rate that is high sustainable, that heart rate that is sustainable. Okay. So remember that. Keep that second analogy in mind, what we are shooting for. And I want you all to keep this in mind as you're running so that when you have the tendency or this, uh, you know, this sudden urge to run faster and finish it off and then you have this panting, you got to realize, oh my God, I'm moving towards the leaf blower engine. It's not sustainable. I need to bring it back. And last time I talked to you about the aerobic training and anaerobic training. So this is another way of looking at it. All of this comes together. Okay. So that's the second sort of point I want to talk to you about this week. Then comes the third part, which is the target for the next couple of weeks. If you remember our first MISO, we were talking about, let's, you know, nail the, the MISO. Let's nail the CP. That's what we were talking about, right? Now, I know that most of you are getting better at it, better at it, better at it. You know, that's, that's, that's obvious. Now comes the second sort of setup that I want you to do, which is the notion of control. Now, it is extremely important that you are able to control the release of your energy across your runs. Okay. And the way I sort of do this is, if you think about, you know, let's say I give you a balloon, air-filled balloon, big balloon. And I'm asking you that, okay, you can open up the orifice and allow the air to come out. And the only uh, criteria is try to hold the, you know, air should keep coming out but you should try to make sure that it comes out for the longest of time. If let's say that's the homework I give you. So you can think about it. If this balloon, you have to open the orifice in such a way that some air is coming, but you constrict the orifice so that it's like that air is coming out. And hence you are able to hold it for much longer time. As opposed to imagine you just let it go, the orifice, you let it go. And then the entire air will just rush out in one, uh, in uh, like a couple of seconds and the balloon is just going all around and then boom, that's it. Like within a couple of seconds, all the air is out. Why I'm saying this is, this is what we are trying to do. We are trying to control the release of energy in such a way that you are able to last longer releasing the energy. 
Okay, so you release the energy in such a way that slowly, slowly, slowly you release that you are on top of it. You are the holder of that orifice. And you know how much air is there or how much power is remaining in your body. You know what's the distance that you need to run. And so you are planning for the last couple of miles of how much energy that I need to release it. So as a result, you are constricting the early phase of your run in such a way that you are slowly releasing your energy and holding on it and being on top of it. And thereby, you're able to have a good run till the end. That is how I would define control. So now I want you all to start focusing on controlled delivery of runs. Now, the way I, def- uh, the way I look at different sort of in this continuum of control, no control to fantastic control on the other end. There are multiple steps. You don't have to go right away into the last step. What I want you all to do starting next week is that for every run, I'm talking about base space runs here or the CP runs. The first level one control is your first mile should be the slowest. Or in other words, you have the maximum resources of energy available and you are able to constrict the flow of output of this energy to such an extent that you really go as slow as possible. So when you finish your five-mile run, for instance, when you look at the splits, the first mile should be the slowest. That is level one control. Then comes level two control, which is called as reverse splits. What I mean by that is, you divide your run into two halves. Let's say a four-mile run, two-mile, two-mile. When you are able to control properly in level two, then the second half of your run is faster than the first half of your run. That is called reverse split. So if you think about it, if you run four miles, first mile, 11 minutes, second mile, 10 minutes, third mile, nine minutes, fourth mile, eight minutes, then you are talking about the second half and first half are like definitely second half is faster than the first half. It need not be sort of every mile is faster, but the whole half is faster. So you can plan that that's level two. Then comes level three, which is what is called as a progressive reverse split, which is something that many runners here, especially senior runners who are returning, are addicted to it. And that's what they want to hit every run, which they know when they do a progressive reverse split, which is PRS, they feel great about themselves. And I want you all to get to that. Now, what is PRS? PRS is every mile is faster than the preceding mile. So, or in other words, it's not only reverse splits, it is progressive reverse splits. So it's level three. First mile is the slowest, 12 minutes, second mile, 11 minutes, third mile, 10 minutes, fourth mile, nine minutes. So every mile is you're increasing the pace. When I say 11 minutes, 10 minutes, nine minutes, I hope you understand that's a split speed I'm talking about. 11 minute a mile speed, 10 minute a mile speed, nine minute a mile speed, so on. So you are progressively increasing the speed. Or when it comes to the controlled release of energy, you are progressively able to release more and more energy. Or in other words, you know exactly how much energy is in your tank at the beginning and every part of your run that you know and are confident that you can release the maximum energy in the last mile. Thereby, you're able to deliver the maximum pace in the last mile. This is level three an ultimate setup when it comes to control? And I want all of you to go through these levels, one level at a time, okay? And get to this level three, which is progressive reverse split, PRS runs. And I guarantee you, when you do the first PRS, you'll feel awesome. 
and you want to do every run as that. And when you start doing PRSs, you begin to have a better plan of how you will deliver your runs. And then there is a level four, which is for super long runs. I'm talking about 15 miles and above, where you can't just do PRS. Because you imagine you can't start off at 12 minute and run a 20 mile run and then keep on increasing speed. That means your 20th mile will be extremely fast. You know, it's not possible and practical. So we do what is called as a stacked progressive reverse split. That means you run the first three miles at 12, then the next three miles at 11.30, then the next three miles at 11.50. And within these three miles, if it goes up and down a little bit, five seconds and 10 seconds here and there, that's fine. But that's the band. You know, first three miles, 11.45 to 12. Second three miles, 11.30 to 11.45. Next three miles, 11.15 to 11.30. A split pace. Uh, so you you get the point. That is the stacked reverse progressive reverse split, typically used for very long distances. So that's control, folks. And I want all of you to start thinking about delivering controlled runs in mesos, coming meso. And that's what I'm going to look at all our runners. I would like all of the coaches have told and coaches will also look at the same thing. They will look at the runners, give thoughts on the control. And all of us, when they get into a progressive reverse split run, feel free to share with everybody with your boast. That is something that we will also start a humble brag where you can. I would love all of you to post your PRS runs with your splits, share it in a runner's eye. And just say whatever you feel like. And I know how hard it is. And everyone will feel happy for you and happy for themselves and get motivated. Okay, so that's the uh, the next uh, insight I wanted to give you, a uh, thought I want to give you on controlled uh, runs. And then finally, kinetic chain exercises. I'm hoping that all of you are looking at the kinetic strength exercises. Um, I hope that you are seeing that going one by one. And I hope you are seeing that there is a... Uh, a, a playlist of the entire exercises for every uh, uh, type of uh, workouts. It takes about seven weeks or so for the strength training uh, to uh, to show its impact. So don't be uh, impatient. Time worth spending, prevent injuries. And uh, it's good to do this and make sure that you do it all the three kinetic chain exercises as i as i had explained in the in the notification in the uh, workouts itself there are multiple levels in each of them so no point in doing everything to the third level start let's say there are 10 exercises given to you if you're only able to do five that's okay but make sure that you do the five correctly even if it is level 1 it's okay then move a five for level 2 and then maybe you can do the sixth one maybe you can do the seventh one like that you had so you, if you spend a couple of cycles on kinetic chain workouts, then you will know exactly what to do. And then you can literally follow the uh, the playbook, which is uh, the, not the playbook, the playlist, where all of it is uh, linked and it is there in the, in the uh, workout uh, runs as well. Okay, so make sure you do that. Don't miss that out. Kinetic cha- chain, it gives you specific workouts for your various running muscles. So that is it, folks. Again, Amazing uh, to see that you guys are all hunkering down in spite of the heat. Um, So in summary, as I told you, go for the large, slow RPM, high-powered engine, which is your cardiovascular system. That's what we are uh, shooting for. Um, Remember the the metaphor about our training train. It is picking up pace. Be on top of it by focusing as the first one to do. First order of business for the day as opposed to the last order of business. Uh, then talked about uh, control, how that is the focus for the next couple of mesos. 
um, start with the first mile as the slowest, then the reverse split, which is the second half, is faster than the first half, then progressive reverse split, which is every succeeding mile is faster than the previous mile, and then stacked progressive reverse split, which is a form of progressive reverse split for very long runs. I would like all of you to go through the continuum from the level one to level three, and uh, uh, you make it happen. Definitely give a humble brag. We would all enjoy uh, watching that. And then remember kinetic chain exercises and workouts with that playlist that I've already provided. Hopefully you're focusing on all of this as we move through MISO 2. Okay. Um, and I hope you also ordered your t-shirts. We will have one more week and then we'll close down the t-shirt orders. Um, so let's uh, get that in. Some beautiful design. Everybody's liking it. A lot of orders have already come in. Um, give a, a, shout, a shout out for the masters who are starting their training season now. And uh, let's keep running. Miles of excitement is always there. And then we'll keep, uh, we'll connect back again uh, and see you all in final search as well as next week. Take a folks. Enjoy the rest of the weekend.